for heaven's sake, a seventh heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. T, how are you? I'm doing real good. How about you? I'm doing good. Yeah. I have my Cavassier right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just the way you said that reminded me of the ladies' man I from know. SNL. <laughs> it just came out that way. I couldn't help I it. Know. I was just like, just let it flow. <laughs> Shout out to Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Every time you play this intro, uh-huh. um, I'm trying to understand if this is my headphones or if this is how this is actually recorded. Oh. The part where it says seventh, what? Not not that's. Whenever like mm, seven, like, like he's the into end? it. N- fuck, I can't even remember anymore if it's in the end or it in go, the middle. It goes, but anyway. Dun 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 seventh heaven. Mm. Okay, that part. Yeah. What I'm trying to understand is, yeah, that part. Um, it's, I can hear a slight echo, but it makes me feel like I'm in church. Oh, I think it's because there's like a harmony happening. Right? It's not just him. <laughs> but like, oh fuck, that was oh good. God. I'm just again. I actually, I, don't, I don't. I actually now that I'm saying that out loud, I don't even know if that's true. But I know what you mean because there is like that ambient yeah. sort of vibe to it. It feels like I'm in church. Let me just tell you. So that's why I was just wondering. <laughs> Take if... me to church. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, you're not crazy. Okay. Cool. Is that what you asked? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you hear it too, I do. Um. So, episode five hundred five. Uh-huh. is what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> Episode 505, whose title is Blind. Mm-hmm. And before we get into what we normally get into, I do want to sort of talk for a second about, you've noticed, I'm sure, as maybe our listeners have noticed, that there's definitely a theme, or at least like a trend happening this season with the episode titles, right? Mm-hmm. They're all one word. Yeah. With the exception of the 501, which was Here We Go Again. Yeah. But everything since then has been like one word. And I submit that it's almost like the title, like the word of the title or whatever, Mm -hmm. is presented from the lens or from like the point of view of Mary. Like, or I should more accurately, I guess I feel like, Presented from the point of view of like the fuck up, yeah. But which happens to always be Mary. Will will probably always be Mary in these episodes or in this season or whatever. But like, you know what I mean? Because we've got help. No, you're right. Help! Exclamation point. That, I just that's went back like, and I just wanted like to look. Screaming help! Like losers. from Mary's perspective. Yeah, like, losers. losers. That's like either about Mary or Mary's perception of the losers, which are Frankie and Johnny. Yeah. Maybe, right. And then the last episode we have Busted, like, mm-hmm. which is also kind of sort of about like that whole vibe of like, is Mary's like life busted open, you know? Yeah. And then also, of course, Fanny Johnny getting busted. Yep. And then Blind has the double entendre of yes. like Matt's whole deal. But like, also, it's Mary, I would argue, Mary being blind to what her friendship and relationship with Frankie and Johnny is doing to her. And then also added bonus the blindness between Frankie and Johnny towards each other and yeah. about their relationship. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like deep a little bit. Other thing I noticed... You're giving it too much credit. Sure. <laughs> but the other thing I've noticed too, and I looked ahead at their whole season, and uncharacteristically, the only people who have writing credits this season are Sue Tenney mm-hmm. and Brenda Hampton. And sometimes it's joint, mm-hmm. but they've... It's either her or her. Like no one else has it's... writing on this writing credits on this season, which is really telling. Hmm. With the exception of two episodes, one by Jeff Olson and one by Chris Olson. Okay. Who have also written previous episodes and will write episodes in the future. Yeah. But so they're not like strangers kind of thing. But like it's I think it's telling that like Brenda herself and Sue, who's like clearly her writing partner, yeah. and like, like producing partner, um, have written all the episodes for the season, you know? 
Okay. Also interesting. Well, you know what? I'll save this tidbit for when we get to it. Um, but yeah, yeah. No so, spoilies, please. No spoilies. I, I, I wasn't gonna spoil anything, but I was. It's it'll be more fun to bring this up at the appropriate time. Um, okay. So with the talk of spoilies, let's do this one. The Amazon Prime spoilie for episode five hundred five, Blind, is Mary's new friends at work could be turning her towards substance abuse. Okay. Okay. First of all, they're not her friends at work anymore. She doesn't work there. Yep. And also, like, what? Yeah. That's, like, not even a thing in this episode. Like, except the very end, maybe. Mm, well. Like, subst- like a beer is not substance abuse. Like, come on. It's not, but Mary's an idiot. Oh, well, yeah, clearly. No. Ugh. I, oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's you know what? Let's just knock her out then. Let's just talk. I mean, her story is sort of the A story anyway. Yes. Let's just get get through it. Okay. I will say. Remember in the previous episode when yeah. Frankie tells Mary over the phone, "Man, you're so lucky that you have parents that care." And mm-hmm. then you see Mary have that moment. You're like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. You little shithead. Leads to nothing. Leads to nothing. Why are you giving me these moments where I think Mary might get a little bit of what the fuck Frankie was telling her? Why would you... Why? Not even just what Frankie was telling her, but, like, remember when they have that real moment on the couch when they're talking about, like, you know, like, these patterns that they find themselves in and, like, let's break it. Let's do something good for ourselves. And, yeah. And, like, like, be... Like, do the right thing. Like, let's look at colleges and stuff. All of that goes out the window because the first thing she does in this episode is, like, pick up the phone and convince Hank uh, Julie to let her to babysit despite Julie's, like, own gut feeling, feeling. not to let her do that. Yeah. And then clicks on her, first of all. First, like, first of all, worst phone etiquette. She goes, please let me give you, or give me a chance to prove that I can be responsible. Okay, click. Like, no yeah. bye, no thank you, nothing. Guys, I think we should also mention Hank and, Ju- and Aunt Julie are back. Yeah, they and are. We, and we get to see the baby. Wait, have we seen the baby before other than when she gave um, birth? I don't think so. Right? Yeah, yeah maybe. Right, because there's the episode where Frank's telling her that, she's, that he's Jewish. I think the baby's in that one. Was she? Maybe not. Maybe there's just a stroller. <laughs> Maybe. It was just the stroller. Yeah, yeah. But she looks big though, right? I mean, how old is Erica supposed to be? Like one? If that. Wait. Yeah, I think she might be one. Or close to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she looks, was she's big for one, dude. Yeah. The twins look smaller than her, and they're supposed to be two or one and a half. Or yeah. Whatever. Huh. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. So the- So no, please go ahead. No, no, no. Say. I'm just saying, like, so Ank and uh, Ank, Hank and, and, and Julie, and Julie. <laughs> Ank, uh, are back, whatever. And then, uh, yeah. So, like you said, bad phone uh, etiquette, really bad, which keeps happening actually throughout the episode. I kept noticing it, but it's less offensive as it was in this moment, where yeah. she's just like, okay, click. <laughs> like, I'm like, so there's no buy. Yeah. Um, and then so she goes. And before she even goes, right, like, before the babysitting event is going to happen, Frankie calls her and asks if she can babysit Mercy. And Mary does the right thing. She says no. Yeah. I've already got my uh, my cousin. Like, you know, they're, they're t- like, I can't have both of them or whatever. Like, yeah. sorry, but not, you know, I can't do that. And so Frankie's like, okay, whatever. But then ambushes Mary I'm going to play the clip. I think Johnny's cheating on me. I want to follow him, catch him in the act. But I can't do that unless you watch Mercy. Just for an hour, right? Two hours, max. Don't mess this up. I won't. I won't. I'll just go get Mercy. You left her in the car? I rolled the window down. Man, you're the best friend ever. the stupidest friend ever see i don't know it's just i don't know how to side with mary i can't i can't side with mary about anything only like first of all your friend is manipulative she called the house knowing that yes you're babysitting and you told her no so she's using it yeah you know so lucy said your aunt and uncle wouldn't be home all day they won't know yeah um then you say 
I want to go, I want to catch uh, Johnny in the act. How is that her fucking responsibility that your husband is cheating on you? It's not. It's not. It's no one's, though. I mean, we already know that she can't rely on her mom anymore because of the arrest or whatever. Forget that. The mom... I I agree with the mom for not wanting to take care of her daughter's shit. sure. I know. I'm just saying, like, I understand that, like, you gotta do something with your kid, obviously. But, like, what do you... Like, what have you been doing with your kid since your arrest, right? Yeah, yeah, When your mom gave up on you, when you go to work, what do you do with your kid? Do that option. Yeah. And also, and I'm sorry, wait, wait wait a minute. What is your husband doing while he's cheating that you can't have your daughter with you? No, this is, no, seriously. Are you going to be climbing walls? Are you going to be sneaking <laughs> well, into windows? No. But, but no, because it does severely inhibit her ability to like chase him down. Like, like we saw what ended up happening. What, was she going to leave the kid in the, well, she might have. Yes, she would have. <laughs> Based on what we just heard, she might have. Ew. I don't Frankie and Johnny are, like, starting to really piss me off. Like, at first, they were, like, they were innocuous enough where I'm, like, well, okay, whatever. They're just, they're just like, secondary who cares about them characters. Yeah. But all of a sudden, in this episode, I'm supposed to care about them. And, or not care, you know, but, like, they're all of a sudden, they're, like, sort of kind of main characters in this episode. And I'm just, like, but I hate them. Yeah. I hate their irresponsibility. I hate their immaturity. I hate their toxicity with each other and to everyone around them. Like, yeah, they're perfect they're for each so other. They're so annoying. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, they're married in real life. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was, it was one of the x-ray facts. Um, he proposed to her on the set of Not Another Teen Movie in 2001, oh. which is after this. But they yeah. have been dating here, I guess. I guess Or so. maybe they met here? I mean, who knows? Who knows? But, like, yeah. Isn't that funny? That is kind of funny. Yeah, they got married in 02. They have three kids. Like, they're super haps. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Apparently, um, uh, play a shitty couple on screen. It might work <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, like, Mary takes Mercy. Now she's got two. And Hank and Julie, like, won't leave her alone like they keep calling to check on her Mm -hmm. they keep like doing like surprise call-ins like you know to like test her or whatever which i guess is their right i mean whatever it's their kid i get it like they're taking a risk with mary doing this Mm -hmm. or on mary doing this so who cares if they want to waste their time calling mary every five minutes to test her they can do that and mary is handling it in stride until she reaches down into Mercy's diaper bag to get a diaper, I guess, yeah. and finds a beer yep. that's just, like, chilling in the diaper bag Yep. that presumably, like, Frankie has kept in there, like, for her needs or whatever. Seriously. Hot beer? Ugh. Ew, I know. It's not even refrigerator or anything. Like, ew. And then Mary, like, looks at it, like, all, like, longingly and shit. And then... We see that, like, she's opened it and has set it on the table and is just, like, staring at it. Like, I'm not going to drink this beer. Am I? No. I can't. I shouldn't. I'm babysitting. I'm, re- I'm supposed to be responsible. I can't drink this beer. Except it's already open. And, I mean, it's just going to go to waste. You so, opened it. You. I know. Like, such a fucking dumbass move. Yeah. And then she fucking drinks Sick. the beer. Like, ugh. I can't. I just, I don't know. And then, and then, of course, Hank and Julie are, like, calling the house, and the fucking phone's off the hook, for whatever reason. So then, of course, they panic, and they rush over there, and they find the house is a shambles. The babies are left alone downstairs. Mary's upstairs doing God knows what. Yeah, and has a... I, does she have the phone in her yeah. head or a remote? Something. Something. And, she's, and she comes downstairs, and she's like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? And the house is a fucking shambles. And Hank and Julie are like, what the fuck happened here? And who the hell is this baby? And like, what the shit? And Mary's like, oh my god, please don't tell my parents. You guys, I'm so sorry. This one's on me. Ugh. Oh, you guys don't have, uh, this one's on me. You don't have to pay me. And Hank's like, get out. And she fucking lies about the beer. Says that it was already drunk. Yeah. Like, Frankie had drank it. And I'm just like, what the hell, man? Like. It's yeah because a a lot of things go through my head when that happened. I was like, I wonder what's gonna happen. She finds the beer. What is she gonna do? Is it gonna be a wake up call? Because hello, your friend 
is driving and there's a baby and there's beer in that diaper bag. Yeah. Okay. See, like, I would argue season one, two, Mary would have seen that and then, then the lesson would have been like, don't be friends with a girl like Frankie because look at what a weirdo mother she is, you that, know? But that's what I'm thinking. Like, this girl drives with the baby. Leaves it in the fucking car. car with the window with, down. Yeah, has beer with her for her needs. Mm-hmm. You have a you have an alcohol well, like a recovering um, alcoholic. Yeah, aunt. Which, when Julie mentioned that, I was like, damn, dude, I had forgotten. Like, holy no. shit, can you imagine how triggering that must no, have been for her? Because I I thought because when I saw the beer, I was like, oh my god, and she's at Aunt Julie's house. I thought that. <sighs> so all these things come into my mind, and I'm thinking maybe Mary might handle it well, maybe. Mm-mm. But she just turns into a brat after a brat. After, she like, just, she just yeah. gets worse and worse. With completely. everything that's coming out of her mouth, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. Up. I know. I wrote it all down. I was like, I was like, oh, hold on. I have to find it because it's really funny. She's like, I go, how dare you tell them not to overreact and ask them to forget about this and lie about the beard and ask them not to say anything to Eric and Annie and then act as if it's your idea not to get paid tonight. Like, yeah. Like, just shut the fuck up. Like, leave while you can. Yeah. Like, what Before are you people doing? Kill you. And then, of course, Hank and Julie have to have the hard conversation of, like, do we not tell Eric and Annie? Like, at the on, on the other hand, if this is, like, a serious issue and we haven't told somebody and then she, like, spirals further and then we had the chance to tell somebody about it, like, and we didn't, like, what do you do? Yeah. I don't fucking know. I and of course in this episode we don't see them tell Eric and Annie about it, but we not that's not yeah. to say that they're not, not going, going to. to. But I almost I almost like kind of wish they do. But at the same time like what's that going to do? I mean, what's that going to solve by doing that, you know? Yeah. Like cuz Eric and Annie are just going to get pissed at her and then what? They're already pissed at her all the time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, oh, and then the best part when she goes over to their place. Uh-huh. And this, that stupid conversation that she has with them. Well, last time, last time I decided to let loose, I got pulled over. She had a beer with them. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not drinking. I'm sorry. Did you? Are you an alcoholic that you have to say these things? Like, no is no. Just stick to your guts or your guns, whatever. Just don't do it. Well, but that's not what they at that scene when she drops Mercy off. Because let's not forget that fucking left their kid at a stranger's house and made no attempts to pick her up ever again. Yes. Mary had to drop Mercy back off with Frankie and Johnny. Yeah. Okay? And they offer her pot. Yeah. Because, okay, put a pin in that. Let's talk about Frankie and Johnny for a minute because oh that's a whole God. fucking whirlwind. Okay, so Eric and Annie have the day off to themselves. They get to frolic and do whatever they want. And they're going to, like, chill at the pool hall. And as they walk in, Eric sees Johnny with a blonde girl mm-hmm. or whatever. And now Eric knows that that's not Frankie because, again, he met them last week when he got them out of jail. Mm-hmm. And one of the conditions of getting them out of jail was that on Saturdays from 9 to 5, they'd go to, like, substance abuse counseling mm-hmm. or whatever. So Eric's like, not only is he not at substance abuse counseling on a Saturday from 9 to 5, he's also with a woman who's not his wife. Yeah. So, of course, Eric being Eric, can't leave well enough alone, decides to, like, stalk Johnny mm-hmm. and, like, find the right moment to, like, Timing confront him. Timing is everything. Yeah. So, finally goes up to him and, like, is about to confront him when Frankie pulls up at the same time and is like, I knew you were cheating on me. And then they have words and Johnny gets all, like, defensive and shit and instead of just like owning, up, like, like he's just like, oh, I'm not doing anything or like whatever, and like goes to like hit Frankie. Yeah. Eric gets in the way and gets the punch instead. Mm-hmm. And then Annie and Eric spend the rest of their evening s- separately talking to um, Johnny and Frankie, respectively, yeah. like about like what they need to do, <laughs> like For to have a better future, I guess. Like, Frankie's telling Johnny, like, you know, you got to go to counseling. Like, this was one of the conditions of your thing. And, like, you know, you have a problem. And, like, are you, you know, do you think you're a man? Like, you're about to hit your wife. And, like, what about your kid and all that stuff, whatever. 
And then Annie's telling Frankie, like, you need to get out of this relationship. Yeah. Because, like, look at this fucking moron you're married to. Like, like that's how you want to raise your kid, like, in this in a family that where she sees that, that this kind of behavior is okay and, like, substance abuse and da-da-da-da. And yeah. finally, we see Frankie and Johnny, like, talking. And they're, they're telling each other that they love each other. And that, like, like they're going to, like, lie to Eric and Annie. That they're going to, like, do counseling and shit. Mm-hmm. To get them off their backs. Yeah. So that they can, like, go home and, like, do what they do kind of thing. But it, not only not only was that annoying, but you can... It, the best is when you see Frankie saying, I'll handle it, let me do the talking. Uh-huh. I'm like, enough said about the relationship. Yeah, exactly. But we've seen that to be true anyway. Yeah, I like, know. He's just a fucking deadbeat loser. And like, but she's, you know what? She's just a, she's a deadbeat loser herself because she's, she's okay I with know. it. I know. She keeps get, she keeps making excuses for him and like falling into this trap of like, but he's a good guy and he's a good father. Is he, Is he? though? Is and he? are you a good mother even? Like, yeah. I, mean, I hate to say that about a fellow woman, like, because what even is a no, good but parent? Seriously. But it's like, like, it's not even about your parenting. It's it's like you are just like not a together person. Yeah. So like, let alone the fact that you have a kid, but like whatever, you are just not a together person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. get your shit together, figure yourself out, and then you can think about the fact that you're also a mother or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. Nothing is ever really about the kid. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's never really about the kid. Exactly. So... So they've, like, straight up lied to Eric and Annie. Like, yeah, we'll go to counseling. Yeah, we're going to, like, you know, stop mm-hmm. doing drugs, whatever. Like, thanks for your help. And then they leave. And then, of course, Eric and Annie are, like, they're idiots. Yeah. And, like, let's really hope that our daughter is not hanging out with them anymore. Cut to Mary goes over well, there. Well, yeah. and No, well, not only that, um, Eric does tell them, I don't want you talking to my daughter. Don't call yeah, the house. Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then so Mary goes over there to drop Mercy off. And they're sitting around fucking smoking pot and And having beers. Yeah. And and Mary's like, uh, like, what's going on? And they're like, Well, we're just gonna like smoke until we finish the stash. I mean, we'd hate to like waste really good stuff or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, Do you want some? And he and then Johnny's like, It's okay if you don't, more for us. Like, what an idiotic thing to say. Mm-hmm. And she and then of course we fade out and end the episode on like Mary like staring at this joint like in her eye line, which I was almost hoping she'd like reach out and grab it as like a cliffhanger, you know, but we'll see what happens next week. I'm so tired of this storyline of pot, dude. Me too. I'm I, I'm so over it. Me too. How many times do you have to bring it up? it's almost like it's the hardest thing they could show without it because because the show can't just like show just a bunch of drugs being done so like the hardest thing they can even like stomach to show on the show is like someone smoking pot you know like yeah which is hilarious every season though yeah i just think it's funny that like for a show that's like clearly so anti-marijuana like how much they show people using it. Yeah, there's also that. But here's another thing that just gets annoying. What we've seen of Mary, you know, how much we've loved Mary in season one and season two, and then, like, seeing where she is now. Uh All this behavior just seems a load of bullshit, and I can't buy Mary going going into this downward spiral. I can't buy it because... They're just doing it to give me drama, and I don't believe any of it. That's what I hate about this show. Interesting. You're just giving me bullshit drama to this character that never even had these qualities, and you're just going to string him up out of nowhere. And, and I'm sorry, she's had a really great life, and she's sheltered, and she has great parents. No one was abusive. Do you get what I'm saying? For her to go down this path, like... None of it makes sense to but me. See, but that's exactly why I buy it wholeheartedly, actually. Because weirdly, like, I, it, it, I kind of was alluding to this in the last episode, I think. Like, I think her story, like, all, all the spiraling she's doing is very 
true to life is very indicative of like again you could just like wake up one day and go like how did i end up here because it's it's micro it's micro decisions it's micro things that like become life-changing things when they when they've been taken together like like it was a micro decision of like of like impulsive anger that led to her trashing the gym, that led to her arrest, which led to her losing her basketball scholarship, mm-hmm. which led to her like not having a future plan, which led to her then questioning why she should even go to college, which led to her having a string of bullshit jobs, which led to her meeting Frankie and Johnny, which led to her having a beer underage and driving, getting pulled over, and now being faced in a position where like there's a fucking joint sitting right there and there's nothing telling her not to do it because yeah. there's no more angel on her shoulder. You know what I mean? So, like, that's how it happens. I mean, that is how it... Ha- it feels very real to me, actually. And it does like, I buy it completely. I don't know. I, I can't buy it. Only I mean, I hate of- that it's happening. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I hate that it's happening and I hate that it's happening to marry a character that we love. But I buy... The fact, like, why it's happening, you know what I mean? Okay, I can buy how the impulsive, everything that you're leading up to, meeting to the meeting of Frankie and Johnny, and then all that I can buy. But what I can't buy is how she got pulled over. She's bringing up all these excuses, all these reasons to not do it, and yet still be a weak minded person, have no spine. This is where it's coming down to. She doesn't have a she doesn't have a backbone. Like what like what's your point and why why bring her down to to this level where she like you can't say no? What what peer pressure is there from these two morons? But where are you getting the fact that she can't say no from? Um because she, she can't doesn't... even say no to herself when she has that beer. Oh, you mean that? Okay, yeah. Like, there, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. right or wrong. There, there are two babies that you're right, babysitting. Right, right, right. Are you kidding me? You spineless little shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. The, the, the fact that she was able to, like, talk herself into drinking that beer does indicate that she's, like, so far gone. Like, her moral compass is, like, completely out of whack. But, like, you know what I how mean? far gone are, like, what? I'm sorry. She, how can you go that far gone? It, I, it doesn't make sense. There are two <laughs> babies in the house. You're that far gone. Hey man, uh, you didn't give birth to those babies that you're drinking. You only had a, you had one goddamn beer, one beer, and now you're gonna talk yourself into having a second one. No, is she? When is she? She's only that? had one beer and she got pulled over, and now she's about to have her second beer. Oh, do you get what I'm saying? We've never seen her have beer before. Right, so she had the one beer two weeks ago at the yeah. at the pizza place, and now it's this thing that's calling to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's such a waste. Are you kidding me? Like, it's just it's too much. Like, you're yeah. giving me bullshit drama for no reason. I get. I, that's where it bothers me. I get and it, what you're saying. And, and it falls flat to me. I that, get. I get what you're saying. Like, give me the struggle that she's not gonna get it. Like, to you know, okay, she's she. I don't know. You have to give her to substance abuse, apparently, and you can't give... uh, It's not enough that the drug... See, like, that's the hard part, because I also know, too, that, like, okay, say she does smoke this pot, right? Like, say say we cut to next week's episode, and, like, we find out she smoked it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What's... What's the end result of that? Like, I don't she's know. gonna go home, okay? They're gonna smell it on her. They're not gonna tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And are they just gonna kick her out? Or are they gonna send her to counseling? Or is it gonna be a whole season long arc of like how she's a pothead or what? Like, because she's not. Exactly. Well, but see, but we don't know that. Yeah, I know. But like, but at the same time, it's like, is she gonna get arrested again too? I know. Well, what, which I, one is it? Exactly. Like, yeah. So that's where I feel like she probably won't actually smell. I, I, I actually think she. You won't smoke it. I would hope not. And but they're just gonna keep like, like you know how um, there's that thing called like edging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're gonna keep like edging us with her like hitting of rock bottom. Like like we're just gonna keep seeing these episodes where it's just like is she or isn't she? Oh no! And like it's not gonna happen. And then it's like what's gonna happen? And nothing's gonna happen. You know, I feel like that's the pattern they're building for us in just these few episodes thus far. I don't know how you break that cycle. I don't know. Because, and again, it goes back to you either clean up and go right down the right path or you completely fall off the reels and you're like off the show, 
which we know is the end point. So I don't know how all of that goes down. Like, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah. That's Mary, guys. Yeah. Fucking Mary. And fucking Frankie and Johnny, too, man. Like, I don't know how much more I can take of them. Yeah, I'm really sick of watching them. Me, too. Especially because of all... Everything that comes out of their mouth is just ridiculous They're and so self- toxic. It's so selfish. Yeah. With... Toxic to everyone... Like, let alone themselves, to everybody else, like yeah. you even mentioned. And the shit that comes out of their mouth. Like, you selfish little shits. Selfish and ultimately it, it, it's in, it's indicative of their immaturity. Yeah. Like they're so immature. Like Eric and Annie are trying to have like real conversations with them. Like think about your life. Think about your child. Like what are you doing? And they're like, let's just lie and get out of it and go home and get high. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how stupid are you? <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know how many signs someone needs to have to realize to, you know, pick your shit up. Yeah. Or, like pick up your life. I don't know. And just, like, also, Donnie's, like, complete inability to take responsibility for the life he's created for himself. Like, like every time they bring up, like, his life or, like, the, the state of his life, it's like, well, you're I married you, didn't I? Like, you're the one that got the husband out of this deal or whatever. It's like, yeah. and then what? <laughs> and then now that allows you to just sit on the couch and watch cartoons all day and then yeah. cheat on your fucking wife and your baby with some blonde bimbo. Like, yeah. you're fucking 21 years old. Like, act like it. Yeah. You know, because he's not a stupid teenager. She is, but he's not. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, mm. Anyway, that's enough about that. You got yourself a husband out of it. Yeah, and look what good you <laughs> I, I know. See, oh, it's like so frustrating. I, I, I could write a thesis about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really could. Um... But let's let's move on. If for the in, in the interest of time, <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's talk about Matt. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> First of all, his haircut is annoying, out of control. What the fuck is this hair? He has bangs. He has bangs, and did you notice he has a fucking bead in his hair? I did not notice. <gasps> oh the my bead. god, T. Watch it again. I encourage all of our listeners to watch it again. I don't want to rewatch this episode. <laughs> there is a moment, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's a scene that he has with John when he's talking to John about, like, oh, um, I I got this chick's number and address. We'll, we'll get to it, yeah, but just yeah. for now. When he's telling John that at around the 16-minute mark of the episode, you can see clearly... That in the back of his head, there's a bead. There's like a little tiny like braid or whatever with a fucking bead hanging from his head. Okay, which no one makes a comment about, and it drove me fucking crazy. I had to pause and like stare at it just to take a minute for myself to acknowledge the bead. Okay, okay. I need to. I need to see <laughs> it's this. Insane. Oh man. Yeah. So okay. his hair's out of whack, but so he's at the library. There's a girl there. He's like, hey, how are you? Whatever. And she's like, oh, didn't you used to date Heather? Whatever her last well, name yeah, was. Seriously. Um, And he's like, yeah. Um, so, like, you want to get a coffee? And she's like, no. And, yeah. like, fucking puts her headphones back on. And is like, peace, bye, whatever. So he can't handle it, right? And he comes home. And he's talking to John about how, like, you know, Heather must have said something about me, must have bad-mouthed me or whatever. Yep. And once again, John is the voice of reason. You know, this sounds oddly familiar. You meet a girl, you ask her out, she says no, and it drives you crazy. Just face it, you, my friend, cannot deal well with rejection. <laughs> that is, that's not true. Oh, no. You've got that look in your eye. What look? That look that says you're about to do something stupid, something you're going to regret. No, I'm going out. To do something stupid. <laughs> you gotta do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> Matt has never not done something stupid when he's like, when he gets like this. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But of course, he comes back, and once again, John has to be the voice of reason. Heather wasn't home. So you weren't able to do anything stupid? I went to the library and got Kim's phone number. So you were able to do something stupid? Yeah, I told the head librarian that Kim took one of my books and I needed to get it back because I have a test tomorrow. That's why I needed her phone number. I'm good. <laughs> hey, James Bond, 
You didn't save the world. You got an elderly woman with a hearing aid to give you a phone number. And an address. You know, I can't decide which to do. Call her or just go over to her apartment. Ah, the decisions of a stalker. It was like, oh my god, stalker, and then he says it, yeah. and I was like, yes, thank you. I mean, he's crazy. Yeah. He's literally lost his mind over this girl who just turned him down. She fucking calls her, and her brother answers. No. She, no, wait, uh, I think oh, he just no, calls I'm, her. I'm, I'm running yeah. He calls her. She's like, she's like, I'm not comfortable talking to you. Can you please leave me alone? Yeah. And yeah, then he I'm goes unlisted. Over there. Ugh. And then that's when the brother's there, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, my sister is like legit scared of you. Like, can you leave, please? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he still doesn't take no for an answer and like forces his way in and finds out that she has RP, mm -hmm. which is, I wrote it down because I was like, oh, am I supposed to care about this disease now? Um, retinitis pigmentosa, mm -hmm. which apparently is like a kind of blindness. Yeah. Where it's not like fully blind, but you have like limited visibility mm -hmm. and certain kinds of light or whatever. And I, I just couldn't care. Honestly, like I don't care about this girl. I know we're never going to see her. Again, exactly. Like, whatever. But like the, <laughs> the best part was like, so she tells him like, this is what I have. Da -da -da. And he's and all he can think about is this. So you, you didn't want to have coffee with me because you have RP? Not exactly. I thought maybe you were into women with disabilities. What? Well, Heather's deaf and I'm... I'm, I'm not into women with disabilities. I'm just into women. <laughs> it's like, are you trying to convince yourself, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> the way he, like, says it with his, like, hand motion of, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just, just into, into women. women. <laughs> Like, I just need to find a date. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the story. I mean, that's it. She's just, that's, like, we're never going to see it. Because then he's like, he's like, can we be friends? And she's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Never mind. We're back to fucking Matt's old patterns, right? Like, before he met um, Shauna. Yeah. It's like, there was a new girl every episode. Uh-huh. This is where we've come to now. You know what, though? You don't mind it? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm just... He should be single, but he shouldn't be this stupid at the same time. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. He can't handle rejection. I know. That, that storyline's getting really old already. Yeah. Because I feel like we've seen a version of that exactly. several times already. Like, if... Either either put him in a serious relationship and like let's let's see that happen again like with someone that's not Shauna, or just have him be single and like give him other stories. Like, yeah. does it always have to be about girls? Like, remember he's pre med, guys. Can yeah. you just study and focus? Okay, cool. Or give us like a medicine related story. Like you know, we like give us like something where he has to face a challenge like at the hospital or something. Yeah, you know, like that was cool. Like remember when he had that little boy that he was hanging out with yeah. or whatever. Like give us something like that. Like it doesn't always have to be girls. The one with the creepy uh, laugh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one who he was really even a little boy, right? Yeah, he just had like small bones or whatever. Uh huh. Climb a tree. Yeah, seriously. Um. Okay, so that's them. Or that's him. Mm -hmm. Who else do we have? We have Simon. What is Simon's deal? He in this wants episode? to be a man. Oh, yeah. Does he want to look nice? I, okay, I, so I have to be honest. I knew what was coming in this episode because I knew that at some point he got an earring. Right? So, I knew that I knew that too. And I was yeah. like, is that this episode? Yeah. So, so, so the minute he was all about like changing his look, yeah. I was like, this is the earring episode, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I mean that's kind of the gist of it. Like he's talking to that friend of his, the, the crying one, the crying baseball guy, and football. Uh, a football guy. Sorry, baseball's Ooh. on the mind because yeah. it is today's a very special day. Um, so yeah, so 
he's trying to do different things with his hair. We get like a fucking three minute montage in the beginning of the episode with silent, all the gel products, with like him just like combing his hair and mussing with it and shit. And I'm just like, okay, we get it. Like he's changing his hair. Like we don't need a five minute scene of this. Yeah. But anyway. And he's talking to him, and his friend's like, get a tattoo? And he's like, that's too manly for me. Like, let's tone it down or whatever. And then his friend's like, well, come to my cousin's house or my uncle's house mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they try to be all slick with, like, camera angles and stuff. Like, they never really show us the earring until yeah. the very end when he's, like, ready to reveal it to everyone. Yeah. But it's, like, so obvious. Like, it's the only part of his body you don't see. Exactly. So you're, like, so clearly it's an earring. Like, what did he do? Get a tattoo on the side of his face? Obviously not. Like... That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> like, Mike Tyson status? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um... So yeah, so he got an earring, and it's like a little nothing. It's yeah. like a little black stud with mm-hmm. gold around it or whatever, yep. which like arguably is a really ugly earring. Like, couldn't yes. you have picked something better or cooler or something? I don't know. Like, it, it's almost like not even a man's earring. Like, yeah. I don't really know what the choice was there, but um, do you think David Gallagher really got his ear pierced? I think so. It looks pretty real. It doesn't look like it's a clip on or no, something. No, it doesn't. Um... Wait, doesn't he have his ear pierced? Like in life? Yeah. I, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking he really got it pierced. But I'm just, I don't know if it, like, what came, you know what I mean? Like, was it always pierced and then they just incorporated or did he get it pierced for the role? Yeah, I have no idea. Because, spoiler, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me while I die, spoiler alert. He does have the earring for the rest of the series, <laughs> like, okay. and it and it gets gaudier. <laughs> I figured as much. So while Eric and Annie like tell him to take it out mm-hmm. in that at the end of this episode, I don't know whether he does or doesn't, but I know that he does have an earring throughout the rest of the series. So yeah. like, I'm gonna guess he doesn't take it out. <laughs> but I do. I don't know how to feel about this. On the one hand, it's really funny. On the other hand, it's a little bit like gender stereotypey mm-hmm. but he's talking to Eric and Annie in their bedroom and yeah. but if I take it out the hole will close up exactly that's not fair why can't I keep the earring because you look like a girl because <laughs> you look like a girl I think it's cute and like funny coming from Ruthie yeah but at the same time obviously it's like problematic today yeah but you know back then but, it was like mm, yeah but it is something what maybe a little girl would think. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a problem for a man to have an earring. I don't think so either. I remember, um, I don't know, maybe it was because of the school that we went to. I never got exposed to seeing young boys mm. having piercings. Yeah. And then I'd go visit my cousins that live out like in Phoenix or wherever, and I would see guys that were my age at the time, either 11 or 12, and they would have piercings. And I just remember thinking... Dude, that's that is isn't that, that's kind of young for a guy to decide when he wants to get his ear pierced. To be fair, though, at that time you have like, I mean, if, I had if my ears pierced recall, when I was a baby. No, but. no, no. But I mean, but I'm saying like, if we recall that time, like those early two thousands, yeah, it was really in for dudes to have earrings. Uh, yeah, like, it was too. like a look. Yeah, it was, it was like a, the style, you know. Mm-hmm. It was so a trend. Everybody was doing it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. There, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just. Kind of funny. You look like a girl. In fact, for me, a man wearing an earring is almost less weird. Like, I don't like it when men wear rings. Like, you know how, like, men will, like, rock a ring or whatever? Mm. That, to me, is a little weird. Like, I don't... I mean, with the, with the obviously, the exception of a wedding band or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like it when, like, dudes are, like, rocking a ring. <laughs> like, that's mm. weird to me. I don't know. I guess it doesn't... Jewelry on men doesn't really bother me. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never had an issue with it. Like, I could handle, like, a cool cuff, like a leather cuff. Yeah. That's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, I guess it would depend on the ring. Because in my mind, I'm thinking of, like, of like some sort of sparkly, diamond-encrusted, I like, think that's what you're... flashy thing, yeah. like, on the ring finger or something, which I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, that would kind of throw... Well, that would throw me off as yeah. well. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess a guy could pull off like a cool like statement pee. I don't know. I've, I've I guess seen, I've never seen it. Like, well, I mean. No, you know what? I have seen it and I do like it. What am I thinking? I do like yeah. it. 
like I've I've seen guys like wear like you know like a turquoise ring and stuff and yeah. like sometimes sometimes I want to steal the ring from the guy. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, no, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess I have seen it and it's not like an immediate turn off. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's not all that bad. I don't know. I but see that's the thing though, it's like I think there's like a certain kind, kind of, of guy or no, no, there's a certain kind of guy that can pull off exactly kinds of jewelry. It's if not for pull, everyone. Yeah, yeah. If you can pull it off, then it's like, aha, I see the look here. Yes. And it and it works. There's like a vibe yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's yeah. like this was on purpose and I can see. Yes, it. yes, yes. <laughs> totally. But there's some where you're like, no. Like, no, nah, take that no. off. <laughs> no. Like I would argue. Um, Simon is kind of on the borderline. Because, like, cause, like, he he has the potential to look cool or, like, to be cool and stuff. Yeah. But he's not quite there. I think it's, like... Yeah, he's not quite there, but is it the haircut and the earring that make you think, like, Backstreet Boys meets sync look right now? A little bit. I bet, I bet if he went back to that buzz cut look he had with the earring, I, sh- I think he could pull that off better. I'm with you. Because that floppy deal he's got going on where he, like, parts it down the middle now yeah. is, like, not quite working for me with right. this earring. But it's not bad. It's just not, like, great. Yeah. You know? I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not digging it. I'm like, you got to do something different with the hair. And but, I'm, the but I am digging the leather jacket that he's been rocking lately. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking this leather jacket deal. I wish it was a little cooler and less, like, clean cut, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I wish it looked a little bit more, like, worn. But... Yeah. I do like that look for him. Like, he's kind of cool. You know when he's not cool is when he comes out in the beginning part of this episode with his hair, like, perfectly coiffed with his shirt tucked into his pants. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, who is this kid? And only Annie, you look nice. Nice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look nice, but you do. But you do. That's exactly what you look like. He's like, oh, you look it. like a guy who goes to church. <laughs> exactly. You look like Eric Camden's son. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, what does he do? He takes that nice sh- church shirt and, like, cuts oh, the yeah. sleeves off. <laughs> what did you do? Poor Lucy. Oh, my God. He's, he's, he's like, it's my shirt. And she's all, not till you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which props to Lucy for, like, finally, like, understanding that concept. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's let's talk a little bit about Lucy, because I gotta say I think she wins this episode for me. You know, I guess Bruce is right. Like we would always say she's daddy's girl, dude. She's mama bear. Well, or I like definitely Annie in the making. Yeah, because I think more than anything, like, and let's talk about too. Like, she has demonstrated in this season thus far, though it's still early. What a, like, badass sibling she is. Yeah. She's, like, crushing the sibling game. Yeah. Like, she really did a solid to for Simon back in the first mm-hmm. couple episodes. And now here she's doing a real solid for Ruthie, man. Yeah. Like, she's, like, and for the whole family because yeah. she, like, just steps up for no reason. Like, for no, for no personal gain whatsoever. She's, like, I got this. You guys go. I have the twins. I'll take care of Ruthie's yeah. sleepover. Like, no problem. Simon's here. Like, we're good. Whatever. Of course, Simon does nothing to help. He leaves. Yeah, yeah. legit leaves. Um, and she fucking crushes it. Like, yeah. she, not only does she, like, manage the household and take care of the babies and take care of the nightmare that is Ruthie's sleepover, but she also has, like, the forethought or, like, the wherewithal to, like, send the girls home when yeah. she realizes it's not working. Yeah. She's like, you know what? This is not going to work. Let's send you guys home. No problem. Like, she's, like, crushing it on all levels in this episode. And Ruthie was funny. Well, I mean, they like me. They just don't like each other. So, yeah. yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I still got friends in the end. Oh, my gosh. We'll get into Ruthie. But, um, well, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it now. So, so Ruthie wants to have a sleepover, but she's making it, like, a whole day. Yeah. So, like, the girls are going to come over, and it's one from her old school and one from her new school. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, she's trying to, like, forge connections between, like, her two best friends or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so, fun fact. The old school friend is Sarah. Yeah. Which... I'm thinking is Tweety Bird Sarah. I don't know though. She doesn't look familiar. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm confused too by that. Is Sarah the one whose bangs she cut? I think Sarah's the one whose bangs she yeah, cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So and the new school friend is Rachel. Yes. Both 
played by actresses named Ashley. Okay. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> and both acting like girls named Ashley. Yeah, that's true. Real. Um, so Sarah's like, Sarah, so, so Sarah's already there. Ruthie's like, they're going to love my friend Rachel. It's going to be awesome. She goes, I don't like kids. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I like adults because you know they can they can take us to the movies. They can what else? She buy us pizza. Yeah, she says all these things that adults can do for her. Yeah, and then she's like, kids on the other hand are not so great. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rachel comes over. Oh God. I'm just gonna play this whole thing Please. without comment because I I don't know how else to do it justice. Rachel, this is Sarah. Sarah, this is Rachel. What do you say you guys go outside and I'll prepare picnic lunch for you? I don't eat outside. It's a bug thing. Then we'll have an indoor picnic. With orange soda? I love orange soda. I don't like orange soda and neither does Ruthie. Ruthie likes orange soda? Ruthie's my best friend and I think I know if she likes orange soda. She was my best friend first. But you obviously don't know her as well as I do. Yes, I do. No, you don't. What's Ruthie's favorite color? Blue. Purple. What does she want to be when she grows up? A vet. Queen Elizabeth. I told you you don't know her. I know her. She's a dancer and an artist, and she loves to ride horses. She's my best friend. She likes to write stories, ride bikes, and explore. That's the real Ruthie. That's the Ruthie who's my best friend. Ruthie isn't who you think she is. No, Ruthie isn't who you think she is. Told you I don't like kids. <laughs> I told you I don't like kids. Oh my god. I mean, literally, like listening to it does not do it justice. Like, again, listeners, I implore you, watch this scene because the amount of overacting yeah. coming out of Rachel is insane. Yeah. Like, where did they find this girl? She does, like, a neck dance while she's, like, delivering her At lines. At one point, she, like, raises her arms and is, like, point acting at Sarah. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? It's insane. Well, she's just really trying to tell you who Ruthie is and that it's her best friend. Well, okay, so this reminded me, and I'm going to mark the time because I'll cut this out if you feel uncomfortable about me talking about it. 52. Okay. <laughs> but 52. this this reminds me so much of like when we were growing up and like you like you were so the Ruthie of our class. <laughs> like I remember there was times when like two different like factions of like cliques or whatever <gasps> would like fight over whose friend you were going to be. <laughs> I, there the, I it's happened a few times, but we we were kids, and I remember thinking, "Why are they doing this?" We were older than Ruthie's friends. <laughs> That's the sad part. We were like at least eleven, I think. Were we just and like I, late bloomers? Maybe, but I do remember because you because you are awesome and amazing, and clearly everybody even then could see how great you are. Like I just remember, like we we were a very clicky class. Yeah, we were. Like, we really were. Our our age, like our class, was very clicky. Like we we never all got along ever as girls. Yeah, and so like, the, and there was like two main cliques or whatever. And I just remember, and you always got along with everybody, and so I do remember like 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 vividly these like visceral memories of like. No, she's our friend. No, she's our friend. <laughs> like, and That's just, happened. And I think... totally, like, brought that back over me. And I was like, oh, my God. I think I've always had a look of horror, too, when it's happened. Like, I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, Ruthie does. Yeah, because... She's so silent in this whole thing. All she can do is just like, I was, look at her friend. I was always silent in that process, too. I, I'm like, can I leave? Like... <laughs> Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happened. 
Uh, shit. I don't know. It was just, this is just insane though, because they just don't, they refuse to get along. Like, even after this whole shouting match they have, like, Lucy sits them down with like, with like cookies or whatever the hell, and they're just like completely incapable of like having a conversation, like being civil with each other. Mm-mm. So Lucy's just like, you guys have to leave. <laughs> like, yeah. I will call your parents. Don't worry. Like, I'll make it okay. But you guys need to go and we'll have you each over individually going forward because clearly this is not going to work for anyone. I don't like poor Ruthie's upstairs, like can't even handle her own friends. Yeah. I don't know why, but like seeing them across the, you know, dining, not even dining room table, whatever. Yeah. And just seeing them across, it, it looked like a tennis match. (laughs) <laughs> but but at the same time I was like I don't know why I just found it entertaining I had this idea in my head imagine they're eating and then there's salt and they're mm-hmm. literally passing it to each other like just that would be sh- funny. I don't know why but like you know I, I wonder if they thought about it but like ah, nah, 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 not with kids if this was like a sitcom they yeah. would have totally played with that trope of yeah. like pass the salt <laughs> you know like it like slides across this long table totally I can see that happening but like yeah it just looks like a tennis match and both of their arms just folded oh my in front god of each they're other. miserable and okay here's my problem or I guess not a problem but like here's what I want to talk about though is like are they both just wrong like they're both just wrong right because they're both being idiots yeah because like, my gut wants me to side with Sarah mainly because Rachel is so annoying yes but at the same time, like, Sarah's no better because she's also trying to, like, stake a claim to this, to Ruthie, who, yes, of course, you're friends, but she's also friends with Rachel, and they're both saying things that are true about her. Yeah. Like, you know, she does want to be a vet. She also wants to be Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. You know, she does like to ride bikes, and she likes orange soda, and she also likes to be at the school where she rides horses. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not wrong. They're just wrong against each other like yeah you know what? i don't know if i'm saying that right you know what i mean i know like the wrongness is in them fighting over her yeah exactly they're not wrong about her they're no just, not at all yeah because even lucy says it you guys they both bring out something different yeah that's yeah. it that's all it is that's true but no no a best friend is only one not two. Oh god uh, fucking rachel see that's what i say it's like rachel is so annoying that, like, I can't help but go, like, I'm on Team Sarah, I yes. guess. Like, I don't know. I don't want you to be friends with that girl. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, you have a daughter, and then you see, like, a Rachel coming in. Nope, nope, nope. 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 Shut it down. <laughs> Send her back. <laughs> Where's her mother? <laughs> okay, you just hit on something, though, that I think about, or I used to think about a lot, not so much lately, but, like, I used to think about this all the time. Like, ima- like imagine... Yeah. And you don't have to because it happened. But, like, my point is, like, like our parents, right? Like, our moms. Mm-hmm. They, or any parent, or, like, of any kid, any time. It's, like, you know, you have your little kid in, like, this little bubble for its first, like, three or four years of life. And then you just, like, send it off to school. And all of a sudden, whoever is around him in his class yep. is, like, the pool of friends for him to choose from. And it's, like... What happens if they're all the worst? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, or you just have to, like, trust that your kid is going to, like, gravitate towards, like, his people, you know? Like, yeah. like, 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 like the people that, like, work for him and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, oh, my God, that is, like, so insane to think about. Like, how does anyone make friends? It's yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. I don't know. Like, make what a friends. thought, you know? I know. Seriously, how, how does... Yeah, how do we make friends? Like when you're a kid, it's. Oh. I think I think when you're a kid, it's kind of just like it's a proximity thing, yeah. right? I mean, it's like, well, these are my classmates, so they're my friends. But also, though, we see in moments like this, they're of course a little bit older, but like you know, like even four year olds or whatever, you know, it's like I don't like her. Yeah. Well, why? I don't know. I just don't. You yeah. Know? And it's because even as a kid, it's like you know your vibe, mm-hmm. like you know who you're jiving with, you know. Yeah. And so. And as a parent, I would imagine, as I'm not one, like you would, you have to just kind of like literally just like throw your kid out there and go like, okay, little Best kid, like swim and find your friends, I guess. Like yeah. I don't know. Like it's like it's so crazy. Oh my gosh. Damn. Yeah. 
Could you like just imagine you send your kid out, they come back with friends, and you're like, no, 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 no that exactly. was okay. That could stay. And exactly, and and then at the same time, it's like you can't be that parent who no. controls your kid's no, friend definitely circle not. because that that's how you shelter and like really fuck up your kid. You just start you know drinking I mean? juice, the wine kind, <laughs> mommy juice. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. But like, I I was pouring myself a glass of wine the other day. And as I was pouring it, I was like, ooh, mommy juice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Like, I'm not. (laughs) Like, it's more like, ooh, single juice. (laughs) But, you know. Um, Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I'm a weirdo. I should be studied. (laughs) Um, But you're a good weirdo. I'm the kind of weirdo that does a podcast about a show neither of us care for very much. Seriously. <laughs> I like how you say very much. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to care a little bit. That's <laughs> uh, true. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, but then so like Lucy basically like handles it, crushes it. And then, of course, technically on her watch um simon goes and does this stupid crazy thing so at the end of the at the end of the night when you know everyone's like saying good night and stuff lucy gets like a little bit of validation which is really nice i think for her yeah i'm really sorry i I tried to take care of everyone but i screwed up i'm sorry about simon and the earring you weren't in charge of simon simon was in charge of simon he may see himself as a man but he has to act like a man before anyone else is going to see him that way. A man would have helped you tonight. A man wouldn't have sneaked out of the house and gotten his ear pierced without permission. You did a great job, Lewis. A really great job. Thanks. So are you available next weekend? Man, I got to get a boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I well, love not a boyfriend. Just, like, don't be available to your parents. <laughs> I love I love I love that moment so much because it's such a like Lucy moment, right? Yeah. Like she I mean she fucking crushed it today. Yeah. She got her praise, like everyone's in agreement, like you are a together lady. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, so next week and immediately she's like, I need a boyfriend. No. <laughs> like and all I'm thinking about is, wait, what, what was his name? What Mike Pierce? What Mike Pierce? Yeah, yeah. You got a boyfriend. I know. I I really want to see him again. I do like, too. I cannot wait to see him again. Cause like, if anything, he. I guess I don't know. In my opinion, I just feel like he would kind of keep her on her toes. I think so. If nothing else, by fact or by the fact that like he's not gonna just be another dude. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, he's gonna like kind of like keep her engaged with him yeah like, there's you know. intrigue yeah definitely yeah oh i know i'm excited I'm, I'm, I'm excited for her with him definitely like i kind of want to see i, I want to go on his imdb and see how many episodes he'll be oh i know but i, also I know but don't, I, yeah yeah that's kind of half the fun i know i know oh, i know guys i don't care about the show um <laughs> <laughs> we also as bruce has teased for us can expect a comeback of someone, which I really don't know at this point who, except like maybe Jimmy Moon. Ugh. I know. Or I, I guess maybe even Robbie it could be. I mean, we haven't seen him in a minute, so. My God, Robbie. I know. I'm mad at him. I don't know why uh, I had to I whisper that, but I did. <laughs> oh my God, I hate your mom. <laughs> I hate your family. Um, I think that does it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That hits everyone. Okay, so let's rate it. Okay. <laughs> you go first. I can totally want... I I can totally give this episode a zero because a part of me really <laughs> oh hates this episode. But I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I'm giving it a four. Yeah, we can, we're almost friends. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're the level of friends we always are. Like, you always are one below me. I know, but like, I... I, I thought maybe you were still going to give it a five. No, no. And, I, and I'll be honest, too. Like, I did not like this episode. Like, there's so much about this is, like, just, like, garbage, you know? Like, yeah. I, I probably even could have gone lower, but, like, little things redeemed it, you know? Like, like funny John moments and, you know, whatever. But, like, um, yeah, it's just, this episode's, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. And, man, can we not do this to John anymore? 
Who's John? You know, uh, John Hamilton, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Sorry. I'm like, who's John? Yeah. <laughs> I just I, said his name. <laughs> yeah. I just... I don't... I, like... We always want more for this character. Like, we want him to have... Give me... Like, uh, he needs a story. Just like Matt needs to have a story that's not just him chasing girls, John needs a story that's not just him sidekicking Matt. Yeah. Like, like I understand it's not about the Hamiltons. I get that. But at the same time, but, you but, put him in the credits. Like, exactly. Like, you've given him the weight. So, just give him a little bit of something. Yeah. A little bit. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, you know... A spinoff here, but yeah. just give me something. No, I, I totally agree. Like, I, I don't understand their end game with having John in the show as much as he is. Like, yeah. Is he just going to continue just to sidekick around? Like, is he never going to have a story? Like, what's the point of even having him then? Because mm-hmm. anybody could play that role. Like, exactly. Simon could play that role. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't need to have John do that. Like, I agree. I don't know. It's funny. We fight for John. We do. I fight for John. Hashtag fight for John. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Um, All right. Well, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can follow us on everything. At For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places. That's how I usually say that. Um, Or you can send us an email at forheavensakeshow at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye.